Welcome to Season 4, Episode 7 of the 10-Minute Break Podcast. I feel like we need like an, an official dance move to the intro. It could, it could just be me, though. It is, it is kind of fun listening oh, to the sure, intro sure. every time we start the podcast. It's been a while, guys. I, I've been dying to do a podcast. I guess it's been I've probably this. I've over this. a month now. So, in the usual fashion, I'm one of your hosts, Patrick Dowd, here alongside Roland Wagusback. Hey, guys. And Killian Lyon. What's up, y'all? We're back. We're ready. We're going to be putting out podcasts that are better than ever, and we're excited. So, uh, today we got some fun stuff lined up. We're going to open with some talk about the March for Life and the pro-life uh, movement and the club here at Jesuit. We're going to interview Jack Lowe, a Jesuit superstar on the basketball court, you know, leading the Jays to some great district wins recently. And we're excited about the, that team's success so far and what they're going to do this season. And, you know, we might, uh, we can talk about some wrestling news and then we're going to finish with, uh, you know, the best, Killian's Concerns. I mean, the biggest thing I feel like we need to start off this episode with is we've moved. Again. Again. We're now in the uh, the new renovated uh, podcast, newspaper. Student media. Communications. Student, student office. media office. It looks well, great. It's, it's fantastic. Bright it's just, lighting. Uh, I like the new change. It's very white. I like that. It's bright. Maybe Maybe not a little... Not f- completely finished. I mean, we have a uh, we have scaffolding sitting right outside our window, and then uh, we have signs for the Just Blue Jays. Just add to the view. Add we have signs view. in here for Blue Jay of the month, and uh, actually, the Amazon's basic. Amazon basics. The going frame. Off. The going frame off. has won four straight Blue Jays in the month. Because uh, it's just the frame. We have no pictures in them yet. It's a it's a streak. But it's great. It's great in here. We're excited to have a new spot that's going to be closer to everyone. Hopefully, we can get more guests every every time and it should be should be a fun semester closer to the heart of the blue jay community all right so let's get started um i think our first little um topic is the pro-life march the pro-life march so they're there right now they left yesterday morning 20, bright and early 24 jesuit 24 25 I believe 24 25 jesuit kids uh drove down drove or flew flew flew, flew of course flew to uh dc i thought they drove sometime uh flew to dc um it, they're there right now Supporting uh, pro-life, the pro-life movement. Um, and it's quite interesting. You know, I've heard, you know, around halls, a couple people, you're just wondering that, you know, it seems like we had a big success. A big big step forward was made in the last year. Roe v. Wade being overturned, you know, brought a lot of joy. You know, really, I guess, it was interesting to see what kind of, you know, support, what kind of group of people was going to be going to the march this year. And, you know, it's great to see they have such a strong and, you know, good movement here that want to go support this drive because, you know, the fight's not over yet. Yeah, I mean, as uh, as Father Pulse mentioned in his homily this week, this is just a new stage on the fight for life. Whereas the problem of abortion is great. It's a great aspect, and it's making it's made it so much harder to get an abortion in America. There's still the, the fight that it is still happening. There are still abortions, and there are still other means that, God, that God's given life is taken too early or taken just in general, and it's not a natural death. And those things should also be fought as well. Yeah, and it's really a great a great step. You know, yesterday I was I was excited for the first podcast, so I decided, you know, I'm gonna go listen to the podcast from last year around this time when we, ours three, we really 
you know, we talked about the the March for Life and the importance of that movement and, you know, a, a little bit of a somber sense. And it was, it really, you know, it, it brought me a lot of joy and fulfillment to know that he, uh, the, the march, you know, lives on and, but, but steps are being made. You know, we're making progress in hopefully, you know, making progress in, you know, fighting this, this evil that is a little bit become, some people are trying to accept as a, as a, you know, general just happenings of life when it's, it's really a, a terrible thing. Yeah, the, just the, the decision to overturn Roe v. Wade is just another mark and a slight progress to living in a world where all of life is respected and allowed to go to a natural end. And we all talk about progress, and what this march does is it brings a visible progress uh, every year because every year the crowd that marches down the streets grows and grows. And so it kind of provides that visible aspect to demonstrate the progress that occurs against uh, uh, pro-choice. It's a great match yesterday with Father Pulse. And he really, you know, went into the importance of, you know, fighting for human life, human dignity, and the right for life, because we are all God's creation. And it's the importance of that. He really stressed that. And it, I think it hit home with me and a lot of other students here, because I think those homilies, when we come together as a as a school in those mass, we can really, you know, help form our conscience, our minds to, you know, be focused on those things that are truly important in our world. So I guess another question um, people like to ask a lot is, how do us high schoolers, besides going on this march that happens once a year, how do people like us get involved with this movement and help out? I mean, the biggest thing is to help with the people who have decided to give birth. So one of the things, uh, shout out to senior Dalton Haydell, the president of the Pro-Life Club here. He decided to, with the Pro-Life Club, have a fundraiser and an item collecting drive to help mothers who may not have the financial means or just in a rough situation to help with their decision for life. So he raised baby bottles, all sorts of other things to help babies. And that's just a great example of something you can do. It was great. It was easy. It definitely reached not just the students, but the parents because of you know, the ease of, you know, they got a lot of Amazon donations, which was easy and a which good. Was, which was very clever because I don't think that's been done here before. And that really kind of tied in more of the modern way to donate with a drive that I, I didn't ever, I've never thought about before. I thought the drive was done really well. I mean, the advertisements were, you know, they were noticeable. Uh, they were on the stairs and um, around Jesuit. And I remember kind of looking at it, stopping to read it and catching my eye. And so uh, I, I noticed the drive. It um, brought, it, brought its attention towards me. And I assume other students as well. It was definitely a well done, well run, well done drive. And, you know, I think it was a, it was a great success. And speaking of success, we now would like to interview uh, two senior basketball players, Jack Lowe and Josh Washington, who each had, uh, Josh had 13 points and uh, Jack Lowe had 15 against uh, a big win over Brother Martin a couple days ago. Big, big win. So now, Josh and Jack. Thank you for having us on. Thank you. So, I mean, we're coming off of a, a big district win at Brother Martin uh, on, on Tuesday. So, I mean, y'all have had some success this year. What do you think is the, the reason for all of that? I think it starts with the defense. You know, we have guys like Jace Larson, um, Jasper Parker, Drew LaForge, those guys, great perimeter defenders. And that's, I think that's the key, you know. I think that, along with uh, Coach just preaching that defense, that just mostly helps us win most of our games. 
sometimes we I mean, when we struggle offensively, then our defense kicks in and helps us get some, some easy buckets. Yeah, and I know uh, you're just seeing the team this year, it's a lot of heavy senior laden. I mean, Brock Eo, Mark, uh, Will Sheridan. <laughs> um, what's it like having such a strong senior core and you know playing alongside those guys you guys have played against and with for, I mean, years now? It's, it's a really good thing to have a lot of seniors, you know. Um, I know my last couple of years, we had about three or four seniors whenever I was an underclassman. So having seven this year really helps the leadership, especially having great guys like Sheridan, Brock, Jace, Cole. I hope I'm not forgetting one. Josh, of course. Vince. You know, <laughs> Vince having those guys, they're all great leaders, great people, they're great to be around. Um, so that, I think that's, that's awesome. Uh so mostly, like everyone, like you said, we've we've played against or with each other before. Uh, Jack and I've been playing with each other since we you know, like four or five years old. Yeah. So, and then we played against those guys since middle school. So I think it's it's cool to to you know bring them together and we all be on the same team this year. Um, so this might be a little a little off topic, but uh, you know, coming from you know going to uh, uh, the Holy Cross game recently. And seeing how both student sections interact, how um, do y'all feed off of the, the other team student section and what they might you know chant or say? I think the Brother Martin game was a perfect example of that. I mean, we didn't have that many students there. It was just mostly seniors, and they had a ton of students. They had every, I mean, almost a whole senior class was there, and I think just having their energy and them rooting against us helped fuel us in order to cause the victory. Yeah, you gotta love whenever whenever you can go into someone's backyard and beat them. Um, obviously, Brother Martin's a, a great team, and they have a great student section. But it's it's really fun, you know, playing in front of them and talking back and forth with that student section is fun. Similarly, uh, how did you feed off the gizzard? The gizzard, uh, home games are the best, absolutely the best. Uh, when we see the gizzard, we hear you guys, and we love seeing everyone there that we know. We and we love the support and everything. It's the best student section in uh, in high school right now. Oh, for sure, for sure. Definitely, definitely. So it's uh, it's easy to play. It's great to play for a great school, great people. You know, um, gives us energy and it helps out a lot. You know, I know both of you guys as individuals have been playing really well this year. I know last season was cut short for both of you guys with with some tough injuries. How have you guys kind of overcome that and kept your you know mindset focused on this season as you guys have you know shifted from last season to this season? Yeah, you know, it's been a while for us. We haven't played together since freshman year. Actually, since sophomore year, excuse me. Um, so we, we've been grinding silently. And, um, you know, we, and me and Josh have both been playing with each other for, since we were, like, three years old. So, obviously, chemistry's there. And, um, you know, I think a lot of it has to go to coach and um, what he preaches. It's easy for us to, to prepare for these big moments, these big games in district. Um, and yeah, the the comeback process was uh was long, but we we waited a long time for it, so we're ready. Yeah. I would say the same. I mean, comeback, it's been it's been nothing but success since we've been playing. I mean, this year, last year was, I mean, it was pretty tough being sidelined for so long, and uh, my freshman year also. But uh, I'm, I'm happy to be out there with my guys and get 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 back playing. Uh, Josh, um, this year your younger brother Jacob. He's also on varsity and playing in games. How cool is that to uh, play with him? Yeah, that's uh, amazing. I mean, I got to play him with uh, with him in football this year. Uh, that was probably one of the reasons why I joined the team. It was to play with my my brother, and 
I mean, it's been a blessing for me and him and like our whole family just to play with each other. Yeah, and I know we got some big games coming up, especially this Friday, I guess tomorrow against St. Aug. Should be fun. You know, what are you guys' thoughts on you know, that game tomorrow and, you know, the whole season? Because I know we have some tough games coming up. I'm sure we, we play Curtis at some point, and it's, it's yeah. going to be some fun games. Um, we're excited about the challenge. You know, St. Ong's a great team. They have, they're very athletic, obviously. But um, I think we match up really well with them. And uh, I think we can we can definitely win. I think, we're, I think we definitely have a chance to, to be district champions. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I think the same. Um, our our guys and our uh, coaches, I think, are they prepare us well for this and for these big moments and these big games. I think that we're we're, we're going to be really prepared for them. I mean, uh, always it's always has been, and I think it will probably always continue to be. But the Catholic League is always extremely competitive. Most games come down to the last minute, maybe the last seconds, super close games. How does that like impact your game? I think that makes every game. Uh, every opportunity to play just more like fun and more enjoyable. I mean, is, there's you're not going to go into a night and just think, oh yeah, we have this team. You know, we're going to beat them handedly, or, or we're going to lose this game. So, like you, you always go in ready to play, ready to compete every game. Yeah, um, kind of what Josh said. Talent really talent's a big part of it, but you have to come in every single game prepared mentally, physically. You're not going to roll over any of these teams. You know, you got to come in prepared. And um, it makes it really exciting for us because we, we, we have to look forward to every single game singly. And, uh, and not, we're not looking forward to like, playing one opponent. Every single opponent has a chance to win district this year especially. So it's nice. So you were talking about uh, mentally preparing yourself for each game. You all have obviously a lot of games, 30 to 40 games, would you say? Yes, uh, probably around 35, yeah. 35. There. And they're, they're relatively close together. How does coach prep you all? You know, post game going into another game probably a couple of days later. Yeah, you know, Coach Jennings does an excellent job. Coach Template, Coach Hernandez, uh, Coach Eckle—they all do a great job of uh, of showing us the film and making sure that we're scouted uh, properly. Every single day, we're preparing for the next opponent, which uh, and especially with that coaching staff having those men lead us into into every single game is is nice because not I know. A couple of high schools don't have those those kind of people around, so it's nice to have those guys. Um, I was after the locker room against the the big win against Holy Cross here. Coach was he was already telling us. I mean, the game is over. We won, but we have another big opponent on uh, Saturday, or yeah, Saturday, which was Rumble. Unfortunately, we didn't come up with the win, but I mean, I, he just as every after every game, he's trying to get us prepared mentally and physically. So I think that's a big part and a big help for of our team. Uh, one last question. Who controls the music? Jace Larson. <laughs> Jace controls the music. Uh, what what is it? What are the go to songs? You know what 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 comes up on the playlist? Uh, I would buy mostly Drake, some 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 Drake, uh, some NBA Young Boy as well. Some Young Boy. Yeah, yeah. Some, some quality artists. Yep. There's some good yeah. artists. Yes. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today on the podcast. Uh, it was a lot of fun, you know, talking to you guys. And good luck on the season and, you know, the playoffs, which should be a, a great run. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Oh, uh, well, thank you all so much uh, for joining the interview. I guess it's time to move on to uh, wrestling, uh, who I heard had a big success at the uh, Louisiana Classic. You know, we had a great success. It was a great showing for the Jays. And although we didn't win, I mean, especially considering we didn't have Spencer Linoska, who I think would probably have won the heavyweight title wrestling, 
we still had three individual Louisiana Classic champions. Uh, Bodie Harris, Jackson Calderero, and Griffin Ellis all won their weight class and scored big points for the Jays. Also, I mean, they came in, I think the Jays were top five, really close, just a few points away from winning the Louisiana Classic. And the Louisiana Classic, in wrestling terms, is actually, they consider themselves the real state championship because it's the state championship for Division One, but also a lot of the major wrestlers from the other divisions come in and wrestle as well. So for the Jesuit to have such a success in the Louisiana Classic without arguably our best wrestler, it's just a great accomplishment and a great sign of things to come. Yeah, the season should definitely be super successful. And you know, you mentioned Griffin Ellis, Bodie Harris, Jackson Calderero. None of them are seniors. It looks like a great team going on in the future with those guys leading the way. You know, we could have some seriously strong wrestling teams in the next one, two, three years. I mean, it it looks like it's back to uh, some maybe some Jesuit domination that we saw in the '90s and early 2000s of 15 straight state championships in wrestling. I'm pumped. Yeah. And what everyone's been waiting for on the podcast today, it's finally time. It's back. Killian's concerns. Yeah. All right, y'all. Welcome back to part six of Killian's concerns. Six. It is part six. I got it. Okay, today we're going to go back, we're going to move, you know, last time we talked about Christmas songs, we're going to move back to the food section. Ooh, Ooh. we love food. The food most is heated Ooh. topic. Food is okay, heating. this is going to be very heated. Today I'm going to be talking about the best cereals. People have different opinions. My opinions, personally, I understand this. I know most of y'all listening to this are not going to like them, but you know what? That's fine. This is what Killian's concerned. Killian's a contrarian. Killian. I'm not the contrarian anymore. It's him. Killian. Yeah, Patrick still knows about my comment earlier. Uh, start us off. Start us off. Number one. No, actually, I'll go. Down. I'll go from start from five. Number five. Raisin Bran. Very what? Under, very underrated. Cereal. What are you, an old man? Very, no, no, no. Underrated. Raisin Bran is, Thank you. is Thank okay. You, Patrick, it's not top five. I'm gonna say that. But it's underrated. It is underrated. Y'all are both old look, men. Look, sometimes I don't want all this sugary flavorness. Okay, sometimes I want that solid. Oats and raisins that I like. You know, raisin bread provides that for me. It's sweet. You are literally an eighty-two-year-old man. Okay, you're okay. literally going to the to, to the to the what is it? You're going to your like your cereal area, and you're going. Do I want the the really tasty uh, cinnamon toast crunch, or do I want a uh, healthy raisin bread? And you're picking raisin bread. Raisin well, bread. Do you know is why good. I'm an old man? Because I'm eating healthy. That's why. Mold. Because I'm eating healthy. <laughs> All right, Gillian. All right, number four. Uh, frosted flakes. Delicious. Deli- yeah, it's a good take. It's a, it's a solid top five. It's not a one, but it's, it's not, not a one. It's but not it's, a, it's I think it belongs cereal. four or five. I think good it's, mascot. It's just, mascot's got to be taken into. It's taken great. Into, it, it's great. Yeah, exactly. The, the Tigers, uh, good commercials, always been um, a childhood memory of mine. So, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean it's, those commercials are, are they're iconic. It's been, a cl- it's been a classic for a long time. You know, in my head, I put I put the Frosted Flakes commercials right next to the Kool-Aid and the Kool-Aid, man. It's, uh, they're up there. I agree. I, I mean, I, it's same same kind of area. Oh, yeah. Area. Are we ready for number three? <laughs> I think oh, we so are. Okay. Four. Oh, no, no, number, number three. three. Right, number right, three. Right. Sorry, I'm this sorry. is where heads are going to turn. People are going to get mad. I'm, I might get yelled at. Oh, Cinnamon no. Toast Crunch, number three. It belongs higher. I, I disagree. I, I think cinnamon belongs higher. Y'all think Rowan believes that cinnamon toast crunch is number one? I don't agree. I think it's a really good cereal. I think it does a lot for the milk, but I don't think it's number one. I think cinnamon toast crunch. I mean, I know it's a good cereal. I know a lot of people like it. I don't eat a lot of cereal, and so when I do, I'm not going cinnamon toast crunch. I just don't. I don't like it every I time mean, I go cereal. 
I go cinnamon toast crunch. See, you don't know all the you don't know. Any yes, other I flavor. do. Yes, I do. I've had ever. I've had pretty much every cereal. Rowan has but the one I go back to. The one I go back to is cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, I mean, I I see where he's coming from. I see where I, I get it, but I just me How? personally, it's me been, personally, it's been, it's been I don't flavor. I don't do that. Me personally, I go to I go to Rice Krispies. That's my go-to. Rice Krispies is too bland. That's awful. You need I to love Rice Krispies. That's awful. The snap you crackle pop. You got mad at me about Raisin Bran, and you coming at me, me? with Rice I, Krispies. I, oh, I, the, sorry, sorry. I you supported you. it. You supported me. Okay, Rice crack. Krispies, the snap crackle pop is undefeated. Cocoa Krispies, not as good as the original, but also fire. Can actually? Okay, let's just think about Cinnamon Toast Crunch for a second. Here cinnamon we go. Toast Here we go. Number one, it has that perfect balance of like the sugary cinnamon that none other cereal can replicate. Right, and then not only does it have that, but too it changes. Much too much cinnamon. You're complaining about too much cinnamon. Too yeah, much sugar. Too, too much cinnamon. Too much, much cinnamon. Too much cinnamon. Listen to yourself right now. I am listening to myself. I can hear myself like echoes every time I talk. Terrible. This is a ter- <laughs> yo. This is a terrible take for you, Kelly. No, okay. no, cinnamon it's a terrible take for you. Cinnamon Toast Crunch not only is the best tasting cereal, <laughs> but it also changes the milk. In a delicious and yeah, unique I said way. That. I said that's why it's no free. other that's cereal it's changes. You should be happy. I no hate other. drinking cinnamon toast crunch milk. Okay. it uh, is nasty. It's delicious. It's, it's good, Patrick. It's good, but that, it, it's not number one. I'll tell you. I'll tell you about number one in a sec. Number two. I gotta give us number, number two, two first. Two. Number two, Patrick. You're going off of Rice Krispies. Okay, Fruity Pebbles. Number Don't two. like Fruity you're Pebbles. You're putting that above cinnamon fruity toast Pebbles, crunch. Fruity Pebbles yes. is yes. any any kind of fruity yes. cereal. Okay, fruity Pebbles Fruit Loops is, is the only acceptable fruity cereal. Anything no, other than that, no. garbage cereal. Okay, all right, all right. So first of all, Fruity Pebbles it just has a beautiful taste. It doesn't do so. All right, the difference between Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles. People only eat Cocoa Pebbles, and this is true. People only eat Cocoa Pebbles because of the milk, because of the chocolate milk it creates afterwards. That's the only reason. That is a disrespect to the cereal. You yes. are disrespecting it. I am it. disrespecting I'm your disrespecting taste. I'm disrespecting your Fruity Pebbles is better than Cocoa Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles Your last two, two take, three and two are terrible. Really enjoy Killian, you have no taste. Killian. Wait, no, you, you agree with three. Why is three terrible? Three? You, cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yeah. I hate Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Killian. Okay, no, screw Okay. Killian, I'm just sitting here. I'm thinking about how you just put... Uh, Fruity Pebbles. You're not gonna like my number one. <laughs> You're not gonna like my this one. Is, this is just. I, I already know it's number one. I, I there's know. No, there's no pro of a fruity I'm about pebble to get yelled over at. a cinnamon I'm about, toast I'm about crunch. To get yelled at. What? Yes. Fruity there's no pebble. pro. What does it do better than cinnamon toast crunch? It just, I just like the flavor better. I mean, that's just a personal opinion. I like the flavor. That's a better terrible personal opinion. I, I terrible think, take. I think, I think it's very flavorful. I like the texture. Boo. I like. I like. They don't, the audience doesn't get that reference. The uh, Mr. Arwen boos people in class, and so that's what they're doing to me. But for me, I like the texture of Fruity Pebbles. Uh, I'm more of a soggy guy than a crunchy guy. I'm not. I, oh, I you like the, the soggy cereal what? too? Yeah. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Kelly, move on. Okay, okay. Just move can on. I do one? Can, I do one? Can, I do one? can I do one? Can I do one? That's just embarrassing. Yeah, just do it. All right, just do number it. one, the, the greatest cereal of all time, Crave. Oh, Crave is a Crave is a gracious. is a disgrace to the cereal world. Crave is is a joke to every cereal that what ever came just, before look, it. Look, what did I just hear? Crave, look, Crave is crunchy, and then it gets soggy, like almost every other cereal. But the chocolate filled inside is amazing. To me, I like that chocolate filled inside. Chocolate it hits home. Ins- that's it nasty. Hits home. I'm a chocolate guy. Okay, okay? like for instance, like if we if we get frozen yogurt, I'm getting all chocolate. All my frozen yogurt. Like I'm, uh, like I'm a chocolate guy. Okay. Uh oh. Uh, I'm in trouble. Once again, I'm going back to. I'm going back. To Mr. Crave. Forrest Crave. is doing the podcast. By the Crave. way, Crave. Crave is delicious. I'm not arguing that. Oh, okay. Thank you. Crave Thank is you. a good cereal. It's great. 
Would I put it would in my call, top three? Top five? Would you call it top five? Uh, you could argue top five. It's so a, okay, a I'm not. Cereal. I'm not. I'm not. I'm in the ballpark. Okay, Great I mean, like within your top, if it's within your top just, five, why just, can't it be I my one? Like I like chocolate over better cinnamon. chocolate cereals as well. Crave is nasty. Uh, Cocoa Pebbles, Cocoa Cocoa Crispies, Pebbles. I feel like it's too bland. Count Cocoa Chocula. Oh, I've never had. Uh, I've never had Cocoa Krispies or Count Chocula. So maybe there's something there. But to Killing. me, I've only had Cocoa Pebbles Count and Chocula. Cocoa Puffs. Killing Count Cocoa Chocula. Puffs is too crunchy. Okay, for a guy like me with braces, that hurts. Okay, Cocoa Crisp, Cocoa Pebbles. Yeah, it's Cocoa Pebbles. It, 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 the, the flavor drains into the milk. You're left with nothing. Then you drink the milk, man. Killian, let me, you drink the milk Killian. afterwards, but I can drink chocolate milk. Right, Killian, let me explain to you Count Chocula. It is the standard chocolate cereal, right? Cravers. Turns turns the you know <laughs> turns the milk chocolate, but it also has Lucky Charms marshmallows. And Killian, I don't know if I can handle this top five any longer. So I think I'm going to cut uh, Killian's concerns a little short today because I'm a little angry. You can say your outro and I'll play the Sorry music. Sorry, y'all, for doing that. Uh, thank y'all for listening to part six of Killian's <laughs> concerns. Hopefully, y'all can agree with my serial takes because I think they're they're the best takes out there personally. Uh, but yeah. again, thank y'all for listening. Uh, have a nice day. <laughs> well, Killian, uh, that was quite the Killian's concerns. No, put, that, put that as a sound bite. Put that as a sound bite. Killian just went, Great. <laughs> what a Killian's concerns. What a way to end. Uh, what a way to end uh, a great segment. You know, we had a a good podcast today. Great way to come back talking about you know the March for Life and you know those kind of things that I are. Mean, today might have been my favorite Killian's concerns. Killian's concerns was great. It we was had heated, but it was fun. It was good natured. It was a fun heated. topic. It was good natured banter. We had we had a great a great conversation with the basketball stars, the seniors, Jack Lowe and Josh Washington, and you know we chatted about wrestling for a little while, and you know we're gonna go back to making one of these every two weeks. We're excited for you guys to hear what's coming up, and we should have some fun guests in the future. Make sure to uh, listen to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Music, or, or wherever you get your podcast on Vine. So. Thank you. I'm your host, Patrick Dowd, alongside Killian Lyon. See y'all later. And Roland Waggis back. Cinnamon Toast is Crunch is still the number one cereal. Don't listen to the mean man. And thank you for listening to Season 4, Episode 7 of the 10-Minute Break Podcast. Signature dance move. Oh.